I've been listening to a couple of channeling sessions by Dante, and, well, a couple. Uh, it's been progressive. Now I've went back to the beginning of his YouTube channel and started listening, and it's resonating as fuck. It's amazing. And so I like, one channeling session might take me a couple of days because it's like, wait, let me pause and try to chew on it when um, then something else, you know, kind of comes up. But I still keep the vid paused and I try to, you know, I gave, I give it the time it takes to just go with it, to kind of run with it, to basically integrate the knowledge and then work out the synchronicities because it just always comes in, which is fantastic. And I find every time I look up at a um, specific channeling session, then there are times where, no, it's kind of like it always syncs up. There's always something new. There's always like a bounce back and forth and a synchronicity happening leading to something else, something greater. So, yeah, there's definitely a connection there. And one of the things I kind of picked up from this latest, from this last one, not latest, because I, I was part of the latest in a way. Uh, well, from this, the last one I listened was um, a quite an early one. Yet I love the process of when it comes to feeling out a direction in life. Basically, it's like going in your mind's eye, like visualization and looking at two doors. Uh, with two possible futures, okay, the ones you kind of have in vision, and then feel out what it would feel like as you kind of go towards these doors. And what's interesting is it's you're going to feel a reaction ba- on it or based on it. You're literally going to feel like an internal reaction based on how you feel on one option versus another. And basically what was explained during the channeling session was go towards the one that brings the highest excitement and you'll see things afterward. And it's quite true because you'll feel that resonance from it, that high amount of resonance from it as you peer into it. And then it'll make much more sense to head towards that. It's tricky because you kind of want to do this without the conscious mind butting in. Yet, as you're able to get to that point, you're definitely going to feel this aspect of, yeah, okay, I'd made the right choice. Well, good, bad, right, wrong, right, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you'll feel that excessive, um, not excessive, it's not really well said, uh, that burst of energy going there. And you literally have to understand the whole principle of non-duality, which is why I just stopped right there, because... Yes, there could be some steps. Yes, there could be some bumps off the road. But that's all part of the process. Because as you're doing this, as you're taking steps in that direction, after choosing it from that portal aspect, uh, portal visualization, you're going to encounter things that will mold you towards that excitement. Meaning an event might make you think of a certain thing or might make you rethink certain procedures and strategies or might even show you certain things that you haven't necessarily seen. And they might necessarily be good event or bad event, like whatever, one of the either or you're still going to you're going to get tailored by life towards that goal. It's truly fascinating to (laughs) 
to see and understand, you know, and to process it, you know, insights, situations, new understandings that would pop up in the situation, all of that shit kind of happens. So it's playing with that, being okay with this. Again, don't stay in du- in duality where it's like good, bad, right, wrong. You understand the process. You understand how it flows. And you just live and let live and let go um, of whatever situation kind of comes up. But you're still going towards your excitement. Like that fucking super. I love that, that idea for visualization. Um, and another thing that came up in the channeling and that resonated with me was basically... Being able to bounce between masculine and feminine, and I've had different terminologies for it, yet this was explained in a much more connecting way, where you look at it as types of energy that you have both of, and it's all about this balancing of allowing yourself to be much more playful, emotional, Um, And even emotional doesn't necessarily have a good definition or connotation now, but let's say in the aspect of tapping into your emotion, yet letting, letting the, letting it run, you know, letting it run at a higher and higher pace. So you find passion, you find creativity. Okay. Just go nuts in the aspect of roll with the momentum for two, three minutes or something like that. Um, There's something really uh, emotional as in crying type of deal. Um, something that's really powerful that you spot on TV. Okay, let that run for a while. Just get familiar with this and the the mechanics of mechanics, quote unquote. But kind of like the nuances and details, what kind of brings those emotions up? And with that, it's interesting because it kind of goes back to the aspect of understanding your range, which is like. Uh, See synchronicities. I was talking about it a bit ago. Then I look at this prior channeling and it's like, okay, hey, buddy, here. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But, you know, knowing your range of emotions, being more familiar about it, the nuances and descriptions, and not in an aggressive way, just playful. This is where the balance kind of comes in. Because if you're trying to be too serious, that's a tad bit too male in this masculine energy if you know what i mean like the logic the reasoning that this 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 and this but when you play you allow the emotions to kind of run you allow yourself to kind of go okay eh, i'm just picking up the information you know you don't it doesn't really need to be super a hundred percent i need to know for sure type of deal because this is over you know it's a lack of balance of the masculine energy in a sense it needs to be tactical and everything and there's no um no play in a way because when it comes to play and this is where where you get that beautiful balance between masculine and feminine once you understand it because with play sometimes you can get too emotional and not recenter um or you can let your emotions run wild without recentering i want to again change that word emotional but anyway so the balance kind of gets this gets to a point where you are able to see multiple options and play with the multiple options that are in front of you or multiple possibilities of things happening. And you combine that with the aspect of following your greatest joy and you're on a fast track of, okay, there's multiple possibility leading me to something that I really like. Let me play around with them, not trying to make it, I absolutely need to have this accurately. Um, but you just play and you'll see the results the synchronicities the momentum and just you learning on the fly is going to kick you up another notch much more than if you stay 
in an in and or because okay over balance on the feminine aspect would be you taking your work um or yeah you taking your work or identifying with your work too seriously you know because then if let's say something falls apart or something blows you might go oh no shit you know you might just run with the emotion it's a bit of a interesting little back and forth because it's also an aspect of log of over logic too you see it, it all is one all is one but different degrees and different polarities as well as different terminologies and different things to look at for each and every polarity as well as situation and context and nuance but you will find the one you you'll find your own set of terms and terminologies as you play with these concepts it's all about playing with the concepts and looking at how your life reacts back to your interactions it's you taking that time to look at okay i tried this what am i feeling this way what's my mindset on that because you're filtering your thought stream and then you basically look at take the next step you can spot where you're on where you lack a bit of balance when you take that time of introspection but it requires this again this also introspection wise require this balance between the masculine and the feminine because if you get too um emotionally involved in a retrospection then you might you know one of the possible pitfalls that you might find find is basically insulting yourself you know or feeling bad about whatever happened but don't fall into that trap whatever happened happened you just reroute or it, let's say pitfall of the masculine or to being being too masculine on this is that you'll one you'll blame yourself and you'll you'll say the dreaded should have you know it, it it's an aspect of it it's false logic because there's no should have you're only able to see where you want to go like that next step as you have taken the previous step so there's no should have you can't go back in time always ever present moment so that's another one of those pitfalls because when it came to studying school there's always this aspect of should have had a better grade or you're being taught this kind of language as well and of course they didn't know what it would, they didn't know it was set in a let's call it ancient time <laughs> so play with this aspect basking basking with both masculine and feminine and uh hey go check out Dante Starshine on YouTube to get some of these channeling sessions and go at it with an open mind i use not to believe it then i got a bit more into quantum physics and i started doing a bit more experiments on myself and the connection that starts happening the download of information and the synchronicity just kicks up so it's a thing it's an it's about taking the time and watching out not getting involved mentally involved with other people's perception and perspectives of it that that took me out of um, a couple of years of this because i watched shows like pen and teller bullshit from people who did not know context people who did not care about other people's context people who wanted to make okay i want really fast 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 results come on now 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 oh it doesn't work oh it's bullshit well i took it i used to be around that circle i used to be a bit like that as well because i was trained again you guys know the background parents who were always results 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 so i got involved in those circles and i missed out you know quote unquote missed out on that by watching shows like this and listening to people that never really took the time to get that experience
So that's a factor. And it, it, it to each their own time of just cleaning that off. But I'm just telling you, if your brain kind of reacts, going, okay, this is weird, what's going on? Well, you take that time to do introspection and see where, what's the first time where you started having that kind of opinion, that kind of view. Um, I remember the shows were a factor, but also my religious background, you know, the falling out with Catholicism. Because after a while, like I said, I thought it was all bullshit. But no, just... It's not saying Catholicism was all bullshit, yet th that's a discussion for another time. It's just practice, but don't teach. Um, they weren't practicing what they were teaching. They're literally not practicing. Most, many, ones encountered, were not practicing what they were teaching. And very simple stuff. Re like, <laughs> I don't want to go on this rant, but it's like... Certain things to kind of watch out for in the aspect of religion, you know, uh, simple thing you do unto others as you would, would as you would want them to do unto you, you know, just basic line, clearly thrown away most of the time. Well, it's like, aren't you preaching what Jesus has done and has, you know, taught you? And this is the difference between understanding the practice of that word that these masters these ascending masters have taught understanding the practice and doing well understanding the practice and doing versus just reading and repeating and chanting because when you chant you're not consciously actively understanding the concept most of the time you kind of just chant yet when it comes to actively and like modernly understanding the concept and hey feel free to change the wordings of some of those proverbs and quotes because they were instated at a time where we didn't have all this knowledge and understanding and different definitions and nuances as well as different social social status yeah when it comes to ideologies it doesn't necessarily do you know they don't necessarily want to change it's this thing or that you know it's a foot down and Eventually, that caused a bit of a fallback where I didn't, you know, every religions and philosophy became a, an aspect of, okay, well, I've faced from this, fuck the rest. And again, lots of shit that kind of happened when it comes to subconscious. So whatever, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm glad I started tapping into those things and playing and experimenting with this because the insights, the synchronicities, the help, like much more open to helping people, you know? And it's fantastic. Totally fantastic. So give it a shot. Go check out his channel on YouTube. Play it out for yourself. Be patient. Just take the time and access this whole natural power that we have, you know. And also check out, he's offering a channeling course on um, the 30th of May. But you might still have access to another session or something else. So check that out just to try it's a bit more of an advanced channeling because i understand you kind of have to go into state or like getting into that aspect of getting into state i'd be interested in trying it out but i i much more prefer this and it doesn't necessarily like i explained doesn't necessarily feel like this is my my greatest joy and passion but i'm offering it out there for those who want to go further you know um so yeah that was awesome and check out some more. Another thing that started happening um, past that channeling session, something else that kind of popped up in my mind, and I started applying it, 
I just, you know, start, need to be a bit more consistent. Yet, it is this sense, and it's a technique. It's kind of like a visualization technique where I just attempted to see myself starting, like, to, to be more in a state of um, much more physical exercise, per se. But it's like that pump state, which I initially did not really connect to. Yet as I played with that visualization and just gave that a chance, I started feeling an enthusiasm for that state. And that's rather quite new. I'm not necessarily the type of person that went to the, you know, that's in the gym mentality. Uh, and I still have to clean up some of those things because there's a, a balance to attain where personally, since you guys know my backstory, you know, I dealt with very, very authoritative parents, very hard, heavy. <laughs> it's like they're very, they were heavy herders, but it, I do not necessarily like domination. I, and I know it went to the extreme, like that kind of, and again, subconscious, you don't try to make, you don't try to figure out the subconscious. You just know that it's there and what it does. You just don't try to figure it out in its aspect of logic. It's not logical, but it pushed that aspect of, okay, well, I don't necessarily want to uh, be aggressive. I don't necessarily like the image of aggressivity um, in that regard. So it's kind of kept me a tad bit shelled down because I understand there's a balance and what ultimately I didn't want at that time, going back to that subconscious uh, memory, was to have uh, power over others, to, to hurt people in, in a way, you know, to have that dishonest hope, dishonest hurting. So, again, at that point, at that time, I thought it was completely, you know, dishonest, uh, what they were doing, you know, the verbal abuse, the, the and again, I let it all go because they were cyclical evolution of our behavior habits and behaviors and location and time yet it was always this aspect of okay well kind of sucks don't want to have that power or any kind of power because i don't necessarily want to be a dick to anyone and you see the momentum that's also presented on tv as well imagine that piggybacking off that initial or those early traumas so when it came you know subconsciously when it came to going to the gym it's like there wasn't really an affinity or uh, a pull towards going to, uh, you know, towards going to the gym, which is ironic because at the same time around high school and even later on in college, I was playing DDR, which was a lot of aerobic uh, exercises. I used to love skating. I used to love bicycle. And I realized that at a point, even after the whole, um, at college, after the whole Dawson incident, which was my first year, a lot of this just kind of dropped down. Um, so that kind of brings a pin up for me to reface that event. I kind of forgot it. Uh, yet there's this aspect of power, but with balance. And to having done that exercise, okay, that visualization exercise about just, you know, doing push-ups really at fast pace, at high speed, not extremely fast, but, you know, fast-paced, some, uh, 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 you know, I started feeling a resonance in my body as if I were doing it as well. And I started getting a taste 
for the fun that it is to be in that kind of energy. It wasn't, and here's the big key, okay? It wasn't what the mind was picturing, the subconscious mind, all right? Because it just went general blanket statement, power. Any kind of power and anything that it was kind of going around that, including physical power over because it literally attached over utter based on that trauma but when doing the visualization the exercise it was much more about mm, getting that pump getting that en- energy in there and of course there's balance because you don't want to push it too far and you don't necessarily want to get into that uh, you know aggressive state that you might see certain athletes get into but just tapping into it gave me a taste for it <laughs> And it's like, okay, yeah, I can see I can pull this off. Maybe not at the same high speed, but slowly and surely, just giving that visualization a shot while taking baby steps, small steps, you know, not even small steps, just steps. You just give it a shot. You just try. One, two, three, let's go. You know, three, four, five, maybe up to ten. Push-ups, sit-ups, and all of that. Ten per hour. No, not per hour. (laughs) Not doing the one-punch man thing, but that could be a thing. (laughs) <laughs> it could and you see strategies become become available ideas just playful 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 ideas it's this balance between masculine and feminine thank you chandler channeling and dante uh, which is what i was referring to who ideas are fasting are going so fast now it's fantastic and again thanking this channeling and everyone that kind of led up to that as well again so, yeah, I'm just playing around with that kind of energy, balancing a bit more, balancing that masculine a bit more, not going overboard or I guess overboard's not overboard in the physical aspect, but not having it over others in a sense, but also keeping certain people in check. You know, there's this interesting little game of balance and nuance to figure out a bouncing off what was lived through. And, you know, that just gives a bit of a clearing to the subconscious in that regards, too. It's like showing it, yeah, buddy, there's balance. It's not that blanket statement. But it took the time to face that subconscious little program to at least get the understanding and figure out, oh, okay, this is why. You know, facing an aspect of power back then that wasn't balanced. Yet, not knowing what I didn't know, and same goes for the other person, but not knowing about an aspect of balancing it. All right, guys, that's another good one. Hey, here's another one for the all is one, you know, um, understanding. And it's that everyone's internal dialogue in a way connects with each other on a phase where if, as an example, if my internal dialogue is, you know, let's just say crap, negative, always self-insulting and lacking, you know, kind of like having this separation within self. Well, that shit is felt by other people. That shit is um, also impacts other people depending on actions taken or ways spoken to other people from the momentum created by that quote unquote shit internal dialogue. And the same kind of goes for another one onto you. If another person has a shit internal dialogue, they will literally kind of reflect that back onto you. And in a way, depending on you, or depending on, um, let's say, how solid you are, how grounded you are in a way within yourself, 
it may also influence you. So there's an aspect of interconnection within this inner dialogue with everyone else in that practical specific or in that specific practical method. There are other more metaphysical aspects of synchronicities, chance meetings, or questions, let's say a person would be asking themselves and then within their inner dialogue, you know, their inner conversation, and then literally having synchronizing with another person and then booyah, getting an answer. Um, one's intention can be impacted and, you know, um, fulfilled that way. And when that happens, it's quite surprising, but it's like, yeah, you've set up the inner intention first. Thus, and again, when it comes to the bridge of incident, it's kind of, um, you'll never necessarily know how. So, you know, you take that out of your mindset. Don't necessarily try to know the how, yet know that indirectly there's kind of like a ripple effect that will have a synchronicity or a chance meeting happen in that sense and it's fascinating it truly is um do you so and hell you even go back to the aspect of uh interconnection that quantum physics is bringing out you know everything being vibration and even space being an interconnected network kind of like the world wide web which is a reflection of what we're kind of going through with the, the with the web so it's fantastic because like hell you can even add i'm adding another one on top you can even add that experience that certain people get into this high amount of or maybe it's kundalini meditation but it's kind of like a high tier meditation where they do feel that the universe is inside them and our conscious brain doesn't necessarily get it yet there's an internal knowing and feeling that happens upon you having that experience um similarly to that meditation i did like the five hours one and then finally a beam kind of hit me and it's i'm not saying five hours to say that it's going to take five hours it's mostly because i was inexperienced and on the last hour i finally understood okay shit don't fight your thoughts and then it it's as if it all hit or maybe it could go with the theory of I already went through all the subjects I needed to think about at that point, so I had nothing left after that, or it was much easier. Maybe. Like, I, I haven't fully nailed down what was happening, yet there was a huge blast in understanding of interconnection through love, and understanding various aspects of, well, all there is is love, because in a way, various actions and interactions, and this is where, you know, trying to bring that to the brain is a tad bit tricky. Various types of interactions have, are various degrees of love, in a sense. Even when it comes to the parents scolding their kids, in their way, it is, um, or in a way, it is a form of love, just at a very low density, meaning... It's not like they knew. It's not like they knew those higher forms of love. Thus, in a very low-density way, because of their ideals, they think that this is a uh, like a method of showing love. It's like me scolding you for not... Uh, it, with the good intention, and I think this is, would be easier... This, is, this helps better framing it. With the good intention, 
you know, as a form of love. If I scold you with a good intention, it is a form, very low, low level, let's say, very level one-ish, basic level of love. But it is still a form of love in a way, you know. If I'm worried about you and I'm gossiping, it is still a form, again, low level form of love. So when you start, even fear, in a sense, is a very low level love of self for preservation. You know, it's again, it's kind of funny to notice these correlations, but you can kind of see how our language causes division in a way. And the more I'm looking into it, the more I'm starting to notice everything kind of connects and ties in together in this specific way. Even various terms like NLP, visualization, meditation, um, hell, <laughs> visions. All of that, like a lot of it is this, there's this interconnection between those various terms and various practices. And it's just language causing separation. So that's where it kind of call, all kind of came back to this aspect of form all being one. And, you know, I, I kind of get that whole aspect of everything is love or all is love. Love is all there is. It kind of ties back into it. It's just that, man, different terminologies causing different kind of separations. And it would have us look into various subjects where we can see that it's always a practical aspect of um, all is love, but also this interconnection, interconnecting aspect of it. Again, whenever I teach uh, or tell people, teach or tell people that you're not the brain and understanding that, hey, we all have this interconnection as the fact that our initial hard drive slash brain didn't have all these memories, beliefs and all that. We didn't necessarily choose it. And the granularity of experience is unique to our own. Well, then when understanding that we all came from that blank, blank space or blank, you know, we all stayed in that aspect of the soul most and foremost early on before you know uh the mind the brain the social games and all that started to take over uh you know passed on beliefs and all that so it always it brings us to this connected point that early connected point and even just when you step out of being the brain you understand that you soul you play as the soul and you understand your rightful place as the controller and the player so everyone's the same at that point as well so there's various aspects of all as one that just kind of just kicks in, you know. Hell, you, again, explain the theory that happens when, you know, you insult another person or your view of another person always comes back from your own projector, your own lens. Well, your projector, that's a, let's say it always comes back from your hard drive that's affected by its past, its memory, and anything else that can influence your hard drive slash even television. And that's another video I want to make because that's a big one. But, you know, repetition of certain thoughts colors your lens, which colors your perception of certain people and slash reality in general. So, but when you step away from that and you step away from the hard drive, you understand all is one and that connection between between the soul and the, the mind is one that everyone has, but also everyone's playing the same game, filtering out that lens that they have or cleaning up that filtering lens, I should say, much much better said, filtering out or cleaning up that filtering lens that we never necessarily chose to begin with to get to return back to that point of no lens, 
and literally understanding oh right we're all soul different parts of the same soul just playing around in that way affected by the mind or not affected by the mind because whatever i generate on another one i am the one who feels it as the observer as a soul you know it always reflects back onto self there needs to be an observer in order to be an observee so there needs to be a person looking at an object and another a person for the object and element of the person to be there to be witnessed you see it's um you don't necessarily fly into that third person movie type thing you kind of solidly understand hey your perception your vision your understanding you see it's interesting it all it all kind of comes back into one and there's various others theories um and studies that were made on this this is why again great time everyone's kind of pulling in those information from their own experience from their own practices things that have been passed down and you can start checking it out for yourself now having your very own experiences cross-referencing so that's fucking great <laughs> fucking love it all man this is a great time Okay, bit of a, a tussle on this whole, you know, recent event. I've already dropped a video and should have done uploading on this whole aspect of how to end racism. But then I actually started <laughs> noticing patterns of just, okay, something happens, mega riot. Something happens, mega riot. And it's still, again, it's kind of like this aspect of, you can see the momentum and pattern and where it never changed. And you can also see people repeating those very same momentum and patterns, which led to even less change. Like, uh, it's being a bit practical. Somebody, an unfortunate event happened, but look at the backlash that's happening where something happened, but because you feel a righteous aspect, you go and fuck around with other people's properties, which had nothing to do with the event. Can you see how that literally triggers that elastic man effect and possible ripple effect? It's kind of like common sense. It's like something else has happened. Let's say as an example, okay? And that's an example to fucking take in consideration, okay? Something else happened to... It doesn't matter the ethnicity, okay? It really doesn't fucking matter. To a white person or a Hispanic person, I'm going to go into your neighborhood and trash your car because I feel offended for what happened to that person. You had nothing to do with this, but I still came up and trashed your car or trashed your business based on my perception. I actively fucked with your life based on an event you had nothing to do with i fucked with your expenses and i fucked with your life based on an event you had nothing to do with because of my righteous thinking and feeling about it how is that going to impact you afterward this is the power of the mirror effect if you ask yourself what are my going my actions going to do to me let's say if somebody else brings that back onto me with the same context and this is crucial context is key you had nothing to do with the event i was sparked up or flared up about 
but my actions have impacted your life. And I still want to hammer it on this righteousness bullshit when I'm not even put applying what I've done to myself. GG, life forfeit to a certain degree, right? If that mindset just keeps propelling and it's like, okay, I have the right to take rightful judgment or actions on everyone else because I feel offended. See where we're going to a Mad Max type of scenario? Like, it's all mindset. It's all just taking time to look at your conscious thought pattern and also evaluating the next 10 steps of your actions. But when it comes to this kind of subject, because we don't necessarily want to talk about because people are going to get flared up. They can't control their fucking mind. They get flared up. And it's okay. It happens. We don't fucking know about the whole subconscious aspect of it. We just started to understand and pull in our knowledge. But... People are going to flare up when this kind of stuff is spoken about. Nothing gets discussed. It's always finger pointing and blaming. Rash, brash actions. Not rational, brash actions. And look at the ripple effect. Look at the elastic band. Look at the perspective that is created. Honestly, we... 2020 people... Let's get on to this shit. But at the same time, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? When it comes, when people kind of go evolution or Darwinism, it's a tad bit of a throwaway thing. But it's kind of noticing, okay, if one person or a group of people just continuously goes on that perpetual action without changing, it's the same thing as an ideology. If an ideology just keeps going without evolving or morphing guess what just like ideologies it dies it does not want to evolve it does not want to expand it straight up dies you can only repeat the same you can only repeat the same actions and the same consequences and result so often that you eventually just waste away it's and again this is the kind of stuff that just starts from again the environment the basic parenting and is repeated 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 thought pattern repeated behaviors repeated ideologies if you keep if you keep going in the blame game and you keep finger pointing on other people over and over and over you think it's normal Hell, some people call it the observer effect as well. If you keep believing it, and if you keep... Uh, it's... Jeez, and I've made the graft too. It's not just keep believing it. You know, a thought and a feeling repeated over again creates a belief. And then eventually you link yourself to your your reticular activating system because you're continuously looking at it so at that point that system is going to get you more proof of what you're seeking it's just like a conspiracy theorist but yet you forget at that point there's cautious and unconscious focus if you just take the time to step back and go okay well on that conscious or unconscious focus what is this going to bring to me 10 steps ahead what is you know because reticular activating system is an automatic system you kick it in gear as soon as you start that momentum. 
So once you ask yourself, okay, what am I going to get in a couple of years if I keep repeating this kind of thought? More hatred, more back and forth, elastic band type of effect on, you know, more, more blaming, which doesn't allow you to grow, evolve and understand. All of that, all of that, all of that, all of that. There's no, <laughs> it's like there's no thought about that oftentimes. And I understand we, we weren't raised this way, especially in the communities. We were not raised this way, but at this point, it's you choose to grow, evolve, or you continue to repeat this until you die. It's that basic and blank of a, of a selection, of a choice. And I don't want to hear, like, I don't care, but <laughs> just just bring in the movie speech. And I don't want to hear anyone else blaming on the other person. This is your own internal fucking choice. If you ain't going to take it because you keep wasting away time blaming everyone else and repeating the same cycle. And guess what? You might as well fucking die, get one less ignorant off the planet. <laughs> okay, that was channeling a bit of Denzel <laughs> in, <laughs> in Remember the Titans. But at sometimes you just gotta blast your subconscious or your mind with this kind of with this kind of language. It's not uh, that's a tad bit uncompassionate because it's assuming that you're gonna repeat this over and over and over. No, of course you're gonna take the choice at one point, or your choice are going to bring up a wall of your own attitude being reflected upon you, and you possibly being able to spot this then. Karma ain't that easy-peasy thing that the West kind of labeled, or religion kind of labeled. Karma is literally your own internal thought patterns fucking with your life. Because if you keep being aggressive towards someone else, if you keep blaming, guess what? It always comes from within. You're the one with the pattern. You're the one with that vision. And you're going around in echo chambers with other people that are still stuck with that same fucking pattern. Weren't any one of them rich? Weren't any one of them happy? Weren't anyone doing things that they love on a continual base? Because they're repeating that same pattern and you've just joined that echo chamber, leading yourself to your fucking end. You ain't gonna grow. <laughs> so you have the choice. It ain't anyone else's fucking choice. It's always an individual choice. And the coolest part is it does affect the whole. If you ain't going to repeat a self-destructive pattern and you grow into your own passion and things that you love to do. And don't you fucking dare again try to bring up the exterior. Because you're the one who ain't taking physical action. Oh, I can't go to school to try that. Try it now. Who gives a fuck about the diploma? Give it a fucking shot right now. Enough with the whining. Every time you spot yourself having this behavior. And again, it's subconscious. It's not you. You don't select it. Because if you consciously understood, oh yeah, repeating this would keep me in a self-depowering mode of uh, mood or momentum, then you wouldn't fucking choose it. Focus on that passion. Focus on that joy. Focus on that love. Take the first step. You don't fucking need the diploma. You'll learn. It's all internal. So what are you going to do? Are you going to keep blaming or are you going to actually take action? Your choice.
You can go around the momentum, you can go around with the lemmings, which we'll call them in that sense. It's a bit of the same concept. You can go around with the lemmings and literally just keep following that pattern of self-destruction. You have that choice. You have all sorts of choice. You just need to realize you had it. And actually, let's go let's go on a bit further with the ripple effect of what usually happens when r- irrational actions like that affect other people. One thing that's never really understood and literally thrown away. I think mm, I don't necessarily want to say it in a way that's really casual, but I kind of want to I want to go a tad bit further into that. Yet it is something that's not necessarily understood by the community or to a certain degree, people in general, um, when not understanding one's own reaction, one's own mood state, and at a much finer comb, quote unquote, you don't necessarily understand the impact of, let's say, what you hear in the news on your mood or what a movie does up and down, you know, that roller coaster of emotion with much more presence. So not necessarily understanding that, there's no real understanding of that kind of impact on other people's emotion based on, you know, trashing their fucking property. Because certain people have placed a lot of emotion onto it. Yes, not everyone's outside the mind. You can't expect everyone to be outside the mind, and the same goes for me. I can't expect everyone to be outside their mind. But there are still people who are stuck in ego in relationship to their possessions, to their identity and such. I mean, this is the ping-ponging game that's happening on two sides. One aspect of uh, one person feels their identity related to their nationality or something is offended, so they have to fight for it. And another person, indirectly in that crossfire... (laughs) gets their properties trashed, and then they feel like their identity and their ego is attacked. That's why repercussion, back and forth, back and forth. And this is something that's rarely paid attention to. It's only said, oh, this big crisis has happened. Oh, let's go a tad bit closer. Let's go, let's zoom in a bit more on that. Egos fighting each other, people feeling a need to fight and defend for their identity, fighting each other, impacting each other. And that's normal to you guys, right? (laughs) It's just like, and that's why I said, oftentimes it's not necessarily paid attention to. Because can you see the, the amount of casual bitching and whining that's happening over each other? Like the casual aspect of fling poo at each other? It's casual, right? It's easy. Certain people do it on the internet. Certain people do it live without even batting an eye. It's really casual for them. (laughs) Still stuck in the trap. Still stuck in the mind. Casual, uh, not even asking, okay, what if someone else were to do that to me? Or not even asking, what's the emotional repercussion to that? It's casual, right? Just just break a couple of things, fling poo at each other, blame, finger point, right? There's no paying attention of the long-term pattern. There's no paying attention to what it does internally. There's no paying attention to what what kind of momentum it creates and where it's going to lead you to. You you don't look at five or ten years down the road. (laughs) You know, especially in this aspect of fight, 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 fight. Really. Place the mirror. Fight, 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 fight. How does that look? How does that feel? 
especially when you're not in context. Because, again, some people are going to be sneaky and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, you'd rather feel like that. No, 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 no. When, how do you feel when you're not in that context? How do you feel when you have nothing to do with what's being, what's, what's being done? You know, and certain people are going to try to drag you in there. Okay, drag them into whatever other bullshit that they're not involved. How does it feel? Right. Is this going back to communism, communist Russia? Or it's like, okay, you're not you're not part of us. So you're automatically an enemy and you're automatically associated with that. Right. Are we going back to that? (laughs) It's like rightful judging immediate conclusion. Like, no, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. You can even try to reflect it back on you. If you dare, if you don't, then, hey, have fun staying stuck in the mind and feeling triggered at each and every little things that your life comes up to. Again, the drama circles, the drama cycles, it's that. Don't pay attention and don't pay focus to what you truly love and what you feel passionate about and don't even reflect it back on you. Keep going in that circle and you will stop expanding. You will stop evolving. You're constantly focused on the exterior, which is none of your control to expand and evolve. You want to keep fight, 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 keep finger blaming? None of your control. Everyone has, everyone is playing the same subconscious game and trying to get out of those habits. (laughs) It ain't by fighting. It ain't by fighting and by finger blaming. And it ain't by trashing other people's stuff. Because if they're still stuck in the mind, then guess what? You've just created the same ripple effect. (laughs) See, you kind of just want to have to laugh at it after a while. It's like, oh, I'm so stuck in the mind and identity that I'm going to fight for it. And I'm going to trigger other people that may be still stuck in the mind and their identity to remain even more stuck in it because I'm going to trash their shit, which they feel associated to or may or may not. You know, some of the things that they worked for, some of the things that they built. I don't even fucking know them, but I'm going to trash them. And it's like, well, no. What if someone else did that to you? What the fuck? Right? We'd have people killing each other for just stepping on each other's shoe, and now, and now you literally want to trash someone's fucking store. Like, you see the lack of thinking, right? The reactionary aspect of it. And of course, it's, I know it's not by choice. Like, these kind of moments and these habits, these kind of thought, these kind of perception, they're not by choice. Because when you literally sit down and look at them, you see how silly it is. That's why there's no finger pointing and blaming on this. It's just let's sit down and l- let's sit down and look at this and just clear it up. But you can't do it if you're still in finger pointing mode. GG, your life is forfeited. <laughs> and if you're going to repeat this aspect of things, keep the ripple around, you know? But hey, all this is a, a choice. And depending on how how many multiple perspectives you're going to gather okay you're going to gather wisdom but if you're going to stay one perspective one point of view one idea one way of doing things one one view one way of seeing it all gg you're done your life is forfeited it's gone you can already look back at some of our let's say parents that unfortunately are stuck in that cycle and may or may not change 
but oftentimes they may not because of I need to be right, I need to stay in my identity, I need to justify my past, so I need to keep repeating this. Look at where they're at. It's all mind. It's all a repetition of thought. It's all a repetition of habit, of subconscious habit. I want to hold my ground, stick to my value. I can only be this. That's what it is. This is what you want? Think about it. Again, you have choice. You just got to sit down, stop blaming, and start looking at your own patterns of momentum, uh, your own patterns and momentum of thoughts. As well as being more accepting of yourself and everyone else. Because you do want to gather those multiple perspectives and point of view to get a clear idea. That's why studying multiple language and multiple religions will boost your... It's kind of like saying it'll boost your mood of life times tenfold. Because you're not stuck in a ones or zero type of mentality. You're not stuck in a one way to get to this. Of course not. There was always multiple ways. The all has created the all. Not just one part. So go for it. Mm, Bit of an interesting little follow-up to what's been going on. I've kind of realized at one point that, hey, my mood wouldn't have shifted if I didn't ingest that news at the time that it did. And at the same time, this wouldn't have affected my interactions with other when i mean affected i'm talking about um maybe the low end scale of what affected is meaning this wouldn't have popped into my conversations with others it wouldn't have been an quote-unquote energy or subconscious thought leading to a specific feeling um in you know spread through conversations and this wouldn't necessarily have had me repeating a specific feeling of um, linked to that event as well. So it wouldn't have been repeated, nor would it have been felt that same way. And all this, all this from an information that was found or spotted through Twitter or Tumblr with, you know, pictures, with well... It's kind of like saying well-taken pictures with well-taken video slash footage or picture from videos and all of that but again all this to realize that disinformation and you for all you know because when it's this is something to kind of keep in mind it's not yes or no good bad right wrong true or false but it's just keeping in mind all of the possibilities of it And then link it back to the fact that, hey, just this piece of information landing in your in your sites adjusted and modified the lens you have on reality, which affects and modifies your interactions with others. You know, and when you look at a bigger scale of things, that one event with that one person changing your mood also changes what you send out to others and causes the same or how do i say causes uh, the concept of the ripples you know in time meaning that interaction will affect another person will affect another person will affect another person in 
as subtle as the ways as it is or as it does. And this is not something you can just throw away. Subtle interaction, you want to say, oh, that's nothing. Hey, buddy, repeat something in the subconscious mind over and over and over. And <laughs> shit becomes truth. After a while, subtle subconscious interactions can and do and have led to big changes. The whole concept in Inception ain't a fucking joke. It's just, in the movie, it's got to be explained real quick and fast, with a single example, which is the movie script. In life, multiple ideas can be implanted and repeated for either positive or negative effects on self. <clears throat> That's why, you know, it's, it's transmutation in a way. It's not all positive or all negative, meaning the technique is not all positive, not all negative. It all depends on your conscious focus. And noticing that your conscious focus or what you focus on has been affected by a, we could call this suggestion, a subconscious suggestion in the news of something that was not necessarily lived in the moment, that wasn't even lived in the area, that wasn't even lived by the person or a person um, reading the news directly, yet still affects the day, still affects the conversation, still affects the interaction, still affects what is being sent out subconsciously to other people via a th um, conversation affected by that same piece of news. And that's where it's kind of like, oh, right, wow, interesting. Goes back to, again, the, the whole aspect of television being a retina to the mind's eye. You push it to the news or any kind of social media. One of the, you know, whatever you kind of pick up from that affects and colors your mind's eye. Or affects and colors your lens, your retina, your hard drive. Because it's a piece of data that you're putting into the folder subconsciously. You just heard about it, it just popped up in your existence, and voila, your lens is colored. That's kind of funky. <laughs> but this is what kind of goes on. And it's impressive. Because it's like, and you can see how oftentimes the mind will either tug and pull to for that whole survival thing. So it's like, okay, but I needed to learn this in order to know how to stay safe, you know, the survival aspect of it. Or it'll even bring this aspect of overcompassion because this person legitimately had something, you know, from what's being told because I didn't live the event. So I can't classify and clarify and say, yes, this is what context led to this action led to that. I have no idea of the participants. Yet certain people would simply just join in and say, okay, well, this is something really crucial. You have to be, get involved in this. And this is the trap of overcompassion. No idea, no context, no, no, let's say, absolutely no connection or ties to what happened. Yet you're being told to care, to ingest that energy. And then look at the ripple effect that happens from there. This is what you send out simply for an aspect of overcompassion, over you're, in a way, potentially, quote-unquote, poisoning other people's realities because you've been dragged into an aspect of overcompassion. And you can see the extreme of it when, when people start actually just 
breaking things and literally affecting other people's life directly because of something that they've learned from overcompassion, which locks them out of rational thinking. You know, they've gone to the extreme of, um, you could say, feminine energy in a way. The extreme of masculine energy would be, okay, this is the protocol, this is the protocol, this cannot move. You can start seeing both extremes bouncing back and forth, which is kind of interesting at the same time, you know, which is another reason why I'm kind of glad to have had these experiences, even when it's like, oh crap, I landed on another piece of news that's fucking with my things. No, no, no. It's like, no, that's cool. Because I'm able to learn and understand how these things can subtly affect people or uh, subtly, uh, in a subtle way, affect people and the mind. Or, or even better said, how the mind can be affected by these, some of these things or by various things, various factors. And at that point, just reroute and change. So that's... Like, I'm glad. I'm really glad. Initially, I was kind of pissed off that, oh, fuck, I didn't necessarily want to get that effect and such. And now it's like, no, no, that's that's cool. I can see how the brain um, picks up or takes that information to create a, a weird combination of past. Oh, man, it's tricky to say. And look at the tonality to understand a bit more of... Uh, the intonation attempting to be said or the process attempting to be described when you focus on something that you desire okay and you think about it and you feel it you're creating a present future meaning your base you're doing this in the present yet you're basing it on something that you would rather feel in the future but you're doing it in the now so it's kind of like creating a present future. You're still feeling it in the now, yet it is something that you desire. Thus, it is not technically there, and it is. Non-duality is abandoned, <laughs> is uh, is taking you for a ride. But if you're if you're imagining it in the, and feeling it in the now, then it is in the now. Yet it is still based on something that you desire. Thus, not necessarily being there in the now. Thus, being a future in a way so take that concept just kind of pause and take that concept and then look at what often happens when your imagination has been taken let's say tempered with uh when it comes to movies media and tv shows to a certain degree indirectly it's not necessarily like they want to okay it's not necessarily because they want to there's a whole karma aspect of it um when it comes to willingly causing harm to a person and when you consciously understand that you don't you don't fuck with that <laughs> you don't you know you don't um oftentimes and most oftentimes it's not willingly done so but when it comes to having the mind affected by again those pieces of media and various aspects like that you tend to create a past, present, future because your memory and your data to create that, let's say, visualization and that preferred present slash future is 
all that data is taken from a past slash possible memory slash thing that you picked up and you possibly consciously picked it up or didn't consciously pick it up you know it doesn't really matter it's mm-hmm. still taken from a past so when you when you begin to notice that oftentimes you're you know you're using your visualizations to create something new yet oftentimes it would stay stuck in rules of the past ideas of what should be what is what um you know what has it's like you're trying to build something that you desire in a specific field that you desire but you're taking your ideas and of possibilities of what could be from someone else's experience without knowing the context of what thought led them to those experiences you know it's kind of like when you talk to certain people in the game industry um sometimes or even drawing industry sometimes you'll land on you know um the person that always say you got to strive hard it's going to be hard it's going to be really really hard and you notice their dialogue and language is um affecting them with that yet if you're going to base your future experience on their what they've lived through then you're taking you're not necessarily understanding that you're taking their context with them meaning if they had parenting that kept talking about hard 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 you know this kind of stuff then they're indirectly passing that along to you and you while you're doing that visualization will take that in but you kind of have to realize 7 billion people we're 7 billion on this earth and then some you know, various, so many different types of experience. And you kind of have to work with your brain and tell it, well, that's one person out of this many. That is one experience out of this many. That is one experience without me understanding and knowing the context of the mindset, you know, that led to that experience. So you can just dismiss that. But oftentimes, again, when it comes to the, uh, you know, habits behaviors that we learn through parenting school and all that so giving paying more creed to that kind of opinion or paying an extra amount of creed to that kind of opinion instead of simply just oh okay it's an opinion out of many it's not discrediting it because again you got to watch out for some (laughs) i want to call those modern day thinking trap uh this whole aspect of if you're not doing one then you're doing the other no not really so you can dismiss uh, an opinion because it doesn't necessarily adhere to you or you fully understand that the, the how a lens of perception is created through the repetition of certain thoughts so this person might have had again to that example this person might have had a hard experience but they might have had the same mindset of struggle, 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 and kept repeating those same kind of words, which would color their experience over time. You know, one thing leads to an uh, an analysis of a situation from a specific mindset. So, again, you can dismiss that and understand that this is one person's experience based on their context and the momentum of what they kept repeating themselves. And you also understand how this could be impacted as well. Their environment, what they've been listening to, who they were around, 
and hey you can even play a bit even on another level and say okay so i can also see how the law of attraction works with you to a certain degree you know struggle 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 you keep repeating that you keep finding situation like that you land with people that talk about the same way um, that's one of the nice and cool ways about doing an inner retrospective you're able to see how you've been using the law in that very same way and at that point it just gives your brain a clear you know because you're not fighting the ego you're tell you're teaching it all is part of as they say all is one that includes the ego so you team up with it instead of fighting with it and having those little revelations you know in a non-judgmental way because you got to watch out you might still have those little judgments <laughs> in a non-judgmental way towards yourself it, it just kind of has you laughing at various situations and going all right yeah i was running that blueprint and that mindset for a while look at everyone that was around me with a similar mindset shit <laughs> you know you start perceiving it and then you just reroute but from this point on, now I'm uh, understanding all this and the interconnecting links. I am just going to just evade social media. Literally just kind of evade posts, evade that kind of stuff. I'll just post my stuff and go. Because at that point, it's such a landmine of people not necessarily focusing or having selective focus that I can see how it bounces off these, it bounces off that kind of energy. It's interesting. It's either that or having a much more of a tailored feed, to say the least. <laughs>